Welcome back to The Right Angle. The G-Man and Mo are here for your listening pleasure. After CC and his special guest last week, they just totally exhausted themselves and now are on a well-deserved break. We have, as usual, got the show packed with goodies for you. And the first goodie comes courtesy of the one and only G-Man. Take it away. I've got a, a little quote I made of myself for the cancel culture, uh, the woke people, more, more the woke people. I say to them, you don't try to shame us for what we have, and we won't shame you for what you don't have because of the bad decisions you've made in life. Wow, that needs to get out into the public somewhere. It does, because I'm sick and tired of people saying, you know, white supremacy and and you have everything and we have nothing. Uh, You have nothing basically because you've set your life up that way, period. So um, I was just thinking about that and I thought I'd better write that down because that, that kind of encompasses really the way life is. For those who don't want to uh, replay, say it one more time. You don't try to shame us for what we have, and we won't shame you for what you don't have because of the bad decisions you've made in life. And they are. Anybody that doesn't have what they need or, you know, is homeless or whatever, that was on you, not anybody else, no one else. That was your decision, and it was a bad one. So if you wanna if you wanna live that way, you go ahead and do that. But don't crap on my streets. Yeah. Try to be somewhat of a civilized human if you can. And if there's been short-term circumstances that have put you in the dump, or I mean, you lost your job, you did whatever. The only thing that is going to help is you. It's not putting your hand out and standing at the curb with a sign telling everyone you're homeless and desperate. I mean, that's when the cliche of the going get tough. That's, I mean, you can, the history books are filled with people who have done just that. And the history books are not filled with the people who haven't because they've never done anything for the rest of their lives. Exactly. And they aren't to be celebrated either for for the decisions that they made. Uh, You can nowadays, more so than ever before, you can get a job somewhere. There's no question about it. The problem with these people is is they don't want to get up and they don't want to wash and they don't want to go to work and then come home and then do that as a cycle like every other productive U.S. citizen has done. Yep. If you're going to be that way, fine, but, but stay out of my vision, as a matter of fact. I don't even want you in my vision when you're out there doing that, except the one time that I will be making my homeless calendar, then I'll want to see you for 12 times for each month because I want to take a picture of me and you in your instance and put you in March, April, May, June, July of one of those things. I will be making that calendar. That would be, yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I've got three months already. Oh, do you? Um, Yeah, I do. And uh, um, the only reason I didn't have six months was because my wife went wouldn't participate in in using my phone to take a picture of me with the homeless people <laughs> I corralled. But uh, otherwise, I would have had six. And I gave one of them 
I gave one of them my other half of my sandwich as I was leaving the restaurant because he said to me as I was leaving, excuse me, sir, could I have a bite? I said, sure, here you go, pal. You can have it. Huh. You know? And and I, I said to my wife as we were going away, I said, hey, will you will you take a picture of me with my armor on this guy? She goes, no, I'm not going to do that. Gosh. I said, that would have been perfect. Oh, man. You got a sandwich. Yeah. I got a picture. But anyway, I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. I will send you one when I get it. So. Well, we got to start a merch store like all the other big podcasts. Your calendar will be our first our first bit of swag for people that subscribe when we eventually start charging for this. <laughs> <laughs> have to think that through. But speaking in speaking a little bit of what you were just speaking of, mutual friend of ours and I'm not allowed to say her name or where she works, but she works someplace. It's a retail location where a couple years ago, they started some monthly diversity recognition where they recognize someone on their staff for really being nothing except diverse as it's turned out. And so in the early months, pretty much everybody was recognized. But strangely enough, in the past two plus years, only four or five people have gotten it. And as you can imagine, they've all been people of color. So it's ironic that they're giving something out for diversity, but they're not carrying through. Be diverse. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. Diversity is racism nowadays. That's all it is. Whenever diversity comes up, it's racism. Rush Limbaugh one time yep. said uh, diversity means absolutely nothing in the workplace. It's rugged individualism. That's what it is. And and you don't want you don't want that kind of diversity as I'm doing air quotes and nobody can see me do it mm-hmm. uh, in in the workplace because what happens is people when they see the people of color getting all of the the awards and things like that, they know they didn't really earn them. They got them because they were people of color. And I'm assuming and hoping and praying that the people of color don't really want that either because of that reason. Everyone is going to know, oh, you got it because you're black. Yep. It. Uh, I know we, we've touched on this as many others have, but it just cheapens it for it cheapens it for them and it is just no fair for the rest. And, you know, there's Black History Month, which is fine to celebrate, but let's celebrate all the other Hispanic months and the Oriental months and the Caucasian months and go right down the line. I I don't I, I don't think uh, that will ever, ever happen. <laughs> they get they get their own pedestal for that month of February, which is good because you know, nothing's going on in February anyway. Everyone's inside and they don't care about anything. So yeah, they can have their month of February if they want. I'm kind of surprised. Well, it's because of Martin Luther King Jr. was born in February, but it is the shortest month. So they're kind of getting ripped off there a little bit. They should have gone for one with 31 days. Huh. Maybe they were the ones that complained so much that Every fourth year, it's 29 days. That's true. <laughs> you know, we want an extra day. Okay, we'll give you one every four years. All right, we'll take it. I forgot who who was saying this, but the new, gosh, who was it? It was one of the one of the podcast guys. You know how they have Let's Go Brandon in the U.S. And in 
Canada, they have truck feudo. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. I like that. That's very clever. Who? Uh, here's a question of the night. No conspiracy theories allowed. Who is Justin Trudeau's daddy? Um, Pierre Trudeau. <laughs> is it? I don't know. There's a lot of speculation. That's, uh, have you heard that, that it might be Fidel? Castro? Yeah. Uh, I did not hear that. Oh, you haven't? I no. Wow. I, I thought it was Pierre Trudeau, but well, that I mean, you know, that's like you say, who knows? That's the common thought, but there's, yeah, there's. I mean, it's one of those things that starts out like, no, that's totally impossible, and then you start hearing and reading and listening up, and you realize that they were very good friends back about the time he was born, and several other things, and even some fairly. Not mainstream, but but right-leaning people are going, no, that absolutely, wink, wink, couldn't be possible. Just like <laughs> where Obama was born, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. Did we ever find out where that was, actually? Funny, that birth certificate still hasn't shown up anywhere. I never heard where he was uh, actually born. Just one of those things. Yeah. One of those things we'll never know about, like everything else that's crooked on the left. Yep. Well, so while we're there, talk a little about uh, Durham's latest findings and what they might mean for Hillary. I don't think, uh, like they were talking on the talk shows, I don't think it's going to mean anything for Hillary as far as that goes, as far as jail time. What I would like to see, as I've said before, is I would like to see her disgraced and them proving that that she did. Do, but, but if they prove that and, and they can say she did that, then that is treason, what she did. Yep. And you're, you can't get away with that no matter who you are. So the key is going to be Durham uh, coming up with exact, exact evidence that directs her to spying on Trump's campaign and, and all that kind of stuff. It sounds like he's got it. Yep. And, and I don't know why somebody, one of the uh, um, newscasters was saying, you know, Durham is just slow as molasses. And... Um, Maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. I don't know if you can just, boom, come out with it like that. But Hillary staunchly denies it, of course, because she's a born liar. Natural born liar. Exactly. I would like, what I would like to see is I'd like to see her disgraced. I'd like to see both of those guys, the the computer guy and this, this other guy that's in between the two of them, both go to jail. Not Not long, maybe five years. And um, and then everybody else, once that their heads start rolling, everybody else can can do a little bit of jail time, too. Seems reasonable. I mean, it's not two years ago or I guess it's been five years or whenever they first did it. It was, of course, like so many other things, a total conspiracy theory. And there's that clip with Trump on with Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes. And she is just he's saying Look, it happened. It happened, and she goes, "No, Mr. President, that you you just can't even say that. We we have to uphold our standards here at 60 Minutes." And fast forward, and she's eating humble pie Bro. once again. Yeah. Did you did you watch that interview? Uh, I don't know if I ever watched the whole thing. Did you know that that uh, Trump got up and walked out? Oh, really? Yes, I watched it. Oh. He got up and walked out. And Leslie Stahl was just stammering. She goes, what, 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 what just happened? What just happened? And Trump had this girl come out and give her 
a bunch of files uh-huh. and said, here, President Trump said you can look this over if you'd like to, but here's the proof wow. of what he's saying. Yeah, he got up and walked out on that. Wow. I'm surprised they didn't show that. Yeah. I was hoping somebody would just say, you know, I'm, I'm done with you. You're an idiot. Uh, you're left-wing fake news. I'm gone. And that's basically what he did. Good for him. What about, not that this is going to affect a lot of people listening, but talk to us about the wisdom of starting a major road construction prob- project that closes a main thoroughfare in your little town in the middle of winter. In the middle of winter? Do you mean in the middle of winter all the way through summer? Yes. Yes. It's, it's, um, it's one bridge, a camelback bridge. I don't know if anyone knows what that is. It's just a bridge with a with a you know big arch in it it's been there you know forever uh since i've been here and and that's a good thing to talk about because my question is who has the ability to say that bridge needs to be redone when it's solid across the top and if it's crumbling a little bit underneath it or i don't know how they do it or whatever i've looked under that bridge i think it looks perfectly fine but they're going to spend, you know, millions of dollars to redo this bridge that I don't believe needs to be touched. Hmm. And it's going to take nine months. How, did, how does it take that? Can't you build a, a skyscraper in nine months? And, and so people who, the few people who haven't been over the bridge, it's only, is it even 100 feet long? Not even that, I don't think. It's probably... Maybe three car lengths. Okay. Maybe three car lengths. I mean, the road is bad, but the bridge itself, as you said, I'm sure they must run tests somehow, the civil engineers or whatever, but A, starting it in the middle of February, and B, it's going to take nine months. I don't even know what they're going to be able to do on it until April or something, and yet the road exactly. is closed. I, 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 When I hear about things like that, and it taking as long as it does... I think of my brother when he taught English as a second language in Japan. He told me this story when he was over there. He said uh, the Japanese um, McDonald's franchise wanted to put a McDonald's building somewhere. And they said, um, you've only got so much time to do it. So they went and they built another one just down the road mm-hmm. and made sure that they did it within its limits. And he said it took about half the time they thought it would to do it so that they could build the one where they wanted to. Wow. <laughs> it's the, the, he said they were incredibly efficient when it comes to building over there. We, on the other hand, are, you know, it just grinds me. And I'm sure it does you too when you drive by, you know, uh, uh, highway renovations and stuff and there's eight guys standing around and two guys working literally yeah there can be eight guys standing around you don't need to be talking about anything get out of there get some more work done and get it done now yep i'm sick of it sadly on top of that if there's a woman on the crew and this will sound kind of sexist but she's usually the one holding the sign that says slow Men working. (laughs) (laughs) And and maybe that's 
that's uh, telling you something. Slow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Slow or stop. Oh, man. It's one or the other. It's, it's, it's just, it's laughable. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, how, how long it takes for everything to get done. And that is a major, major road through my town. Yep. Because guess what happens? The next road over, which is next to my subdivision, gets plugged up from my subdivision, subdivision entrance two and a half miles down the road to where they turn to go to the schools. Uh, it's completely blocked with a stoplight. That's going to be, well, it's, I mean, school's going on right now. And is that school right near the bridge? Is that still an elementary school or is that like a community center? Or a I think it's still a school. It might, it's, it's a school. It's either Montessori or it might still be part of the school system that it, yeah. we went to. Man, that is going to be a mess and a Absolutely. half. And, and the real, real irritating thing is they don't know how to build bridges in my town. The bridge right next to it is an abomination. And I hope the guy that built it that way is listening because you're a jerk. It's a giant lime green bridge. Is that the bike? Lime green. The bike pedestrian one or whatever? Or is that a, well, it, a car bridge? Cars bird? go over it too. Okay. Yeah, the, the lime green bridge is all cars going south. And then this camelback bridge that they're redoing is all cars going north. So is the southbound one going to remain open? The southbound one, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. They had a sign that was blocked off for both sides. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if they're going to block them both off, but the stupidity of my township would be that they would do that instead of making the, the abomination of Greenbridge two ways. Yeah. Why not? For nine months, you know, do you think maybe you could do that? Well, listeners, send us your bridge stories or your road construction pothole stories. Do you think the great state of Michigan Long Mace you wave is the pothole capital of the U.S. Well, I, uh, I don't know, 20, 20 podcasts ago, I talked about the fact that in my, in yours and my major town next to us, uh-huh. I can't say what it is, yep. but that is the only town I have ever been in. And I've been all the way across the United States. The only town where the, Manhole covers are three inches below the surface oh, that's right. of the pavement. And, and people are going, well, what does that mean? Well, drive your car over one once, and every single one of them are right in your tire path in the lane that you're driving on. So you're going down a major thoroughfare, and you're going, you're going 30 feet, and then boom, and then 30 feet, boom, boom. Every time you hit those manhole covers, because they're below. Well, why? Why are they that way? Only here, in this area. Some infinite wisdom of somebody. I don't know who. It drives me nuts. And as long as we're talking about that, <laughs> we're in our town. I, I used to live in San Francisco in the winters when it was San Francisco before it became what it was. And I remember one of their major thoroughfares, all of the lights turned green as you were coming up to it. So you never stopped. Mm-hmm. 
You just went all the way through, all the way through the city. It was that way. Our major thoroughfare, every other light you stop at. Yep. Every other light. Why do they do that? Oh, well, there's, there's students around in the college. Well, it's a five lane road. Are you stupid enough to walk out in there? If there's cars driving by, what are you reading a book? Or oh, I, I, I shouldn't say that because two Chinese people were run over by a train while they were reading a book. <laughs> so now I feel bad. <laughs> Is, On campus. Yeah, that was, that was, how, when was that? About four years ago was the last one. Okay. Maybe six or seven years ago was the other one. Wow. Bad things happen in three. So if you're from China, <laughs> watch out. Yeah. Don't be reading books while you're walking across campus oh, or whatever. Gosh. You know? Crazy. I don't know. Speaking, that's ironic. You mentioned San Francisco. Did you hear about the school board, school board recall? That is as stunning as the governor of West Virginia winning that's a Republican. Regular Virginia. Maybe even more so. Uh, that they just wiped them out. They said, you're gone. Yep, 72%. And one of the, the, I think it was the president or whoever of the school board said that the, quote, the people who voted her out are aligned with white supremacists. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of those in San Francisco. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, right. Think how horrible they must be in San Francisco to, to get recalled that by that percentage. To me... That's beautiful. That's just beautiful. Yeah. That that they, they just said, you're not teaching this crap here. Get out. And we're going to get somebody in here that's going to start teaching our kids again. And, uh, and that's exactly what my school system needs is three or four of those people just thrown out and uh, get, get some balance. Get some balance in these school boards yeah. at least. Not just everybody, you know, all the lemmings running over the cliff. Right. You know, doing the same thing everybody else is. You do need to have balance in these things for that reason. Is there any any traction at all, not to recalls, but just any sentiment in our mutual uh, hometown that anything's going to happen? I mean, do people just don't care? It seems like that's what it usually comes down to when you say that the parents are just too busy doing whatever they do and they don't really know or care what's going on with the schools. I don't know. I do know that this is a liberal bastion because we have an extremely liberal college next door. And uh, maybe, maybe that carries the day because there's so many liberal people here. But um, I had um, Stacy Eastwood check for me uh, about how to run for school board. Yeah. And and um, if I can work, I don't have any skin in the game anymore uh, with the school system, other than the fact that I would like to be a tack that everyone sits on mm -hmm. when they come, when, when the school board comes in there. Yeah. Because, because I would just, you know, I would be against probably 90% of the garbage that they're spewing out there. So I don't know. I might run. I don't know. Nice. Let's well, see. yeah, I, I need to uh, I need to look into ours. I was thinking about that yesterday or, or this morning or something. I need to check and see what and who and, and when and filing and all that kind of stuff. If nothing else, it would be interesting just to to get there in the mix. Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, I'm fairly well known in my 
community because of my business. And um, uh, a lot of people that I do know that might be liberal don't know how I how I think. But yeah, um, I, I suppose I'd have to let them know before they voted for me. But but you know, at the same time, I would say to him, I'd say, if you don't, if you want this crap to keep going on like it is, then vote for the other person. Yeah, because that's basically, remember Trump, when talking to the, the black contingent, he said, what do you have to lose? And a lot enough of them took it to heart in 2016, and I'm sure even more in 2020, but we won't rewind and retread no. that story. But that that is a good, as simple as a campaign slogan is, it is an effective one. I would think so. And uh, I do know a lot of people around here that are fed up with the way the school board, you know, it, it, it seems as though school boards have become fairly tyrannical yep. uh, in how they they set things and, and do things. And I just love to be right next to the president because I don't want to be the president, but the next to the president and, and turn to him and go, what are you talking about, you moron? <laughs> they have to cover up the mics every time you, uh, G-Man, you have the floor now. Someone yeah. turn the mics off. Yeah. <laughs> But I'd have a full house. I'd have a full house of people in there that are that are just cheering me on, you know, and and egging me on or whatever. Yeah. But, but I don't care. I like I said, I don't have any skin in the game. But I do know right from wrong. Yeah. And apparently, these people are such a dictatorship that they don't care. They want it's just their way or the highway. And it's interesting when you make the no skin in the game comment, because I've sort of thought the same thing of myself. And also when I did have kids in school, I was like, why are so many of those school board members 50, 60, 70, 80 years old because they don't have any kids in school? And then A, maybe you don't have time when you're 30 or 40 years old. And B, maybe you're too close to it and you don't want your kid to get razzed at school because of what your mom or dad did. And see, with some accumulated age comes some accumulated wisdom. And you can maybe be a little more objective and say, look, I'm not doing it for my kid. I'm doing it for the school district. So that probably is a valid point you can make. Yeah, that's true. It's, um, and you're, you're probably right about that, that some, you know, people don't want to, yeah, there's some people that, that have thin skin and they don't want people to dislike them or whatever, or, you know, your opinion sucks. So I, I, I'm sorry, you know, I'll do this. I'm quite the opposite. Yeah. I, I like, I like the confrontation, but I, I'm just saying confrontation, you know, in a, in a polite way. Right. And, uh, and, and I, I, I want that, you know, so that I can set the people straight with their wrong ideas. <laughs> so where do you, well, let, let's explore that a minute. Where, where has that, Maybe not love, but but uh, not shying away from confrontation. Has that been something that has been with you your whole life, or that has grown, or where could you trace that back to? I, it's it hasn't been all my life because because most of my life uh, the world the U.S. hasn't been screwed up as bad as it is now. I think I'm just kind of fed up with the last five years of of what's been going on, the woke, the BLM, all of that stuff. I'm tired of it. And, um, and I'm, I, I know right from wrong. And I know that everything on the left is wrong. So 
I tell my wife occasionally, I go, I'd like somebody to explain to me their ideas and feelings when they're on the left so that I can tell them how they're wrong. <laughs> and she won't let me do it. <laughs> so it's probably less that you have changed, as we've said before, or myself or CC, and more that the world and society and the morals or the lack thereof have just been sliding down toward the gutter. I think, yeah, that's exactly it. And that's why I say I would like people to converse with me about their ideas, about what they're thinking, you know, wrongly, so that I can tell them, you know, how it is rightly. But what's really frustrating is, is that, that nowadays people flat out lie and then that's it. Yeah. They can't back it up. They'll lie or they'll just say what they feel and then that's it. They're not going to change their mind, even if it's 100% wrong. I mean, that's behind the whole COVID lie and what's going on in Canada. I mean, Trudeau could have not not too many days ago, or he could have done it right at the beginning. He could have just said, you know what, I think maybe maybe there are some mistakes were made and let's sit down and talk about it. But he is just totally dug in and he's just betting the farm on his draconian. I mean, can you imagine freezing bank accounts and everything that he supposedly has the power to do now? It's just in it's just criminal. I'll be very interested to see how that works itself out in the end. And I don't think it will probably be going on a whole lot longer. Those guys do have to make a living. Yeah. And um, maybe they, they all just said, we'll take a, you know, a month and express our feelings and stuff. I hope they stay until something. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. He's telling them they have to get vaccinated and they work by themselves. Right. And most of them are vaccinated, which is even more ironic. But the idea that you can basically prevent someone from giving someone else money. I mean, it's not like they're going to set off an atom bomb or something. They just want to have their opinions known. Well, they want the mandate to be removed so that the people, for whatever reasons, usually religious or or moral reasons, mm -hmm. don't want to be injected with that stuff because it is not a proven therapeutic. It's not a vaccine, by the way. It's a therapeutic. It's not proven by the FDA, meaning they don't really know what it's going to do when you inject it into 12-year-olds. Yep. 80-year-olds. I mean, I mean, we're, we're finding out that all of these celebrities and stuff just got their second shot, and then they wind up dying. Crazy, crazy. Well, it will be interesting to see how that resolves itself. And unfortunately, if, as you say, after a certain amount of time where they can't get donations and they've got to feed their family, and then Trudeau hopefully will not come out looking, smelling like a rose. Hopefully he'll come out smelling like what he yeah, is. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When does he get re, yeah, re elect? I don't I mean, know when their elections are. I don't know if that's a four-year thing. I'll have to I'll have to look into that. I, I'd like to know if they have some sort of uh, retribution where they can, you know, do a, you know, twenty-fifth amendment or something on him where they can just remove him because of his his uh, policies. Well, don't in in Great Britain they basically have that vote of no confidence and they can sort of call an election it seems like almost any time they want i don't know how that works exactly but that to me i you know 
right now I'd love to have it for our <laughs> administration. Yeah. But overall, I think that'd be a little disruptive. Yeah. With I mean, I can't imagine when Trump was in it. Oh know, gosh. Do with that kind of stuff. Yeah. For for whatever they did, but I really would like to see them uh, throw the 25th Amendment on Biden because he is not capable no. of running a country at all. He Doesn't he give the State of the Union pretty soon? Yeah, is it, is it, is it tonight? I don't know. No, I think it's, I forgot when it is. I, I saw someone was going to do a, like a live coverage of it, and they were going to make it into a drinking game of some sort, which I can only imagine. <laughs> If how can they say it's going to be a live thing when everyone thinks he's dead? <laughs> I could seriously not sit down and watch him give the State of the Union. I wonder who will give the Republican response if it'll just be a nobody or if they'll try to pick somebody good. I hope they pick Matt Gates because he's straightforward, uh, doesn't mince words. Huh? I, I who's where's he from? He doesn't ring I a bell. I think he's Florida. Huh. I want Mitch McConnell gone. Oh, yeah. And Lindsey Graham, I want gone. They are both due. They're Bidens of the of the Republicans. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, they, they do nothing. They don't push anything. And it's really, really irritating. And by the way, I'm so grateful to hear that 35 Democrats are leaving. What is it? Congress or Senate? Yeah, I think Congress. Yeah. Congress this fall. And and I think that's only uh, justice because um, last time sixty three Republicans left. Really, I didn't realize. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there were sixty three. I'm glad to see that some of the Democrats are saying, you know what, it ain't worth it anymore, and I know I'm going to lose. I would guess out of whatever two hundred and twenty or two hundred twenty one, I would guess somewhere between sixty and a hundred of those just have to hold their nose every time they vote with Pelosi. I don't know. That's a good question. And if you could get behind closed doors and get an answer, I would really love to know what it is. They they wouldn't have to give their name. Right. But you could you could just have each one come in and say, what do you think of these jerks? You know, and they go, I, I don't even think I can win an election again because they're so stupid. Yeah. And speaking of stupid, I do not know. I, I do know why they put her on TV. But AOC is so stupid and ignorant of everything that she talks about that it truly is laughable. It's truly laughable when she says things. She knows she doesn't have a clue. She was a bartender last year in in a godforsaken part of New York City, a drug infested piece of crap part of New York City. She gets elected because they probably just put her in there. Yep. And now she's a puppet saying all of these stupid things. She's a waste of breath. Fortunately, I have not heard much from her lately, but I probably because I can't stand to, you see a little headline with her in it and I just keep on scrolling. But the, a couple of, te- the last three major things she said, uh, they would show it on a, on a news clip. Uh-huh. And then the, the news person would be looking into the camera going, what did she just say? Because because you couldn't figure out what she was saying. That's how dumb she is. Getting Bidenitis or something. Yeah, well, you know, she doesn't have an excuse for being, you know, uh, dementia, but she looks demented. So. <laughs> hey, this is uh, on a, 
a different tone. I read this, I'm trying to remember where, in some literature, uh, very respectable literature, and this guy said, when we recognize the complete control God has given to us over our thinking, if we do not exercise this control, it's because we have accepted the suggestion that we cannot do it or else that we would not want to do it. My mother preached that, all not all the time, but, but some of the time enough to, that I know that. And yes. That's awesome. Yes, that's, uh, th- th- that's true. And, and I think about that in certain situations, and I'm glad I know to, you know, proceed with the correct thinking on, you know, what, what, what's being conversed about or what you're talking about or whatever. It's, you know, knowing, knowing right from wrong is, is basically, that's the, the gist of everything. That and without getting into details, all the diversity and inclusion and equity training and all that stuff that is so rampant in all businesses these days and at universities where they practically brainwash teachers and staff and pupil. I mean, if you went into a room and they just had the golden rule written up there on the screen, they would just say, got it? All right, training's over. Because that's all it is. Well, that's all it should be. Yeah. That, is is that. what it is. And what they're doing is exactly the opposite of that. You know, uh, do unto others, uh, uh, you know, so that they won't do unto you or you know something like that it's it, it it's just it's insanity is all it is and i still would like to have somebody sit down with me across from my desk so i can't punch him yeah and uh and and talk to me about their thoughts on why they think the way they do with you know white supremacy blm you know diversity and all that kind of stuff speaking of diversity one one more thing uh, I, I heard from an inside source today that a, I'll say, person of color okay. has applied for one of the assistant principals in one of our schools, and he does not have a good track record. <laughs> and they know that. So it will be interesting to see if they actually wind up giving him the job or not and i will find i will know that so i will i will let you know when i find out wow talk about a pickle to be in facing a lawsuit or hire someone who is a known bad egg well the the interesting thing is is that they do have an out he already is an assistant principal somewhere else okay but he wants to be in this other building and uh, I think they can say, look, you know, we we despise you where you're at. you got to stay there anyway. So that's what I would say if I was on the school board. Well, maybe. I'd say, I, actually, I'd say you're lucky you have a job. Maybe a year from now you will be. Although if you, <laughs> here's here's the uh, dilemma. If you get elected to the school board or if I do or if Cece does, will we have to quit doing this podcast even though it's anonymous? No, I would. If, if I had used my name. On this podcast, yeah, and I got elected to the school board. I would, I would be every Thursday. I'd be right there on the, on the. And as a matter of fact, if they had school board meetings on Thursday, I'd say no, I can't do it <laughs> between between seven or between eight and nine. There we go. Got to do it before or after. Well, that'd be a good problem to have. 
It would be. It would be. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how much money it takes and and all that kind of stuff. I do have a very good friend that makes yard signs for these campaigns. Oh yeah. Uh, he does. He uh, he does those type of things, and I'm sure he'll give me a really good discount on it. So. All right. Well, if there's nothing else burning a hole in your heart. <laughs> Not, nothing that, that, again, I can't wait till next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, never run out. I've got, I've got something that, that's just will be a little more relaxing yeah. than, than school boards and, and, and white supremacy and all that kind of stuff. And it will be, I'm going to kind of quiz you Ooh, good. On, on some of the stuff that I've been looking at. Uh, Excellent. A little closer than some people might, but. I think okay. it's kind of fun. Cool. All right. Well, with that, we will call it a wrap on another brilliant, if I may say so myself, podcast. Good topics, good conversation. And if you tune in next week, you will hear us again on The Right Angle. That was easy. <laughs>